0: Saturday night good to see everybody hope you are doing good we'll be cutting our YouTube link in just a second so hop off of YouTube Go over to blackrobeTV.com, TomLipley.com, Rumble or Facebook. Especially, hop over to the first three first. Choose those three over Facebook if at all possible. Let's hop right in tonight. We got 55 minutes worth of fury. I hope everybody's doing good. Love you all in Jesus' name. All right, here we go. RNC research video, The Atlantic's. No, let me let me introduce this first. Let me intro this info for you. As we all know, probably by now, if you've been paying any attention to any sort of media today, turned out, of course, that the false flag protest outside of Youngkin, the man who's running for governor in Virginia, the false flag protest. They went out with white supremacists and remembering Charlottesville and all that stuff turned out to be, at minimum, the Lincoln Project, at maximum, the Democratic Party. There was a Democratic Party operative as one of the false flag protesters. But let's delve down deep into this thing. Let's look at Terry McAuliffe and let's look at what really happened to this thing. Play the first video for me.
1: Listen, Terry McAuliffe, I'm a Democrat. He was just he's and I love you, but he's a hack politician. And he was siding with the teachers union because he's like, that's where his bread is buttered. And he's a rich man who sent all of his kids to private schools. And he's never in his life (laughs) had someone tell him, we're going to tell your eight year old child something you don't want her to know. And we're going to keep her for seven hours to do it. And you have no control over that. So it's it's a big issue.
0: Just getting to the bottom of who Terry McAuliffe is, I wanted to show you this, too, because here's Terry McAuliffe exiting some sort of half-baked political meeting that he was in. But he's asked by a reporter, remember, he's the one that said parents have no right to have no right to have any sort of input into their own children's education. Remember, I'm saying that from the debate stage, which I'll play for you in just a second. But I just wanted to put this, I wouldn't, I've wouldn't. i been wanting to play this video for a couple of weeks because it shows you why it is that the Democratic Party proliferates the COVID response hoax. Now, notice I said COVID response hoax. I'm not saying the virus itself is a hoax. It's not a hoax. It was manufactured at the Wuhan Institute of Virology with your taxpayer money funneled through the EcoHealth Health Alliance and Peter Daszak and, and Tony Fauci. But anyway, so here he is. You know, he gets questioned who should be in charge of their children's education, parents, or or the school board. Now, notice what his defense mechanism is. Play it for me.
2: What? It's a I'm gonna give it up. Go All right. I don't want All her, right. laugh. <laughs> I, her. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: I don't. Want her. Who do you do think it. should be in control of education man, if not have Virginia you parents?
1: Been vaccinated yet? That's the question I want to. know. Who you do you think should, should be mascot. in control get, get of education not if not Virginia vaccine. parents? You? Governor, You're dangerous for here. Last year, I'll build education. That's my uh,
0: So you see what right there? It, it absolutely illustrates. It is the epitome of what. Yeah. Put goes side by side. Now here's how he really feels. That's him now. That's on an Amtrak train. And notice the sign right next to the sign that's circled in the back. Amtrak requires everyone to wear a face mask. Now, when he is pressured politically, he falls right back to COVID. See, that's been the plan from day one, to usher in their political agenda using the false covid response and whenever they're in trouble go right back to covid whatever the problem is oh you know supply chain it's covid's fault the southern border that's covid's fault afghan afghan debacle that's covid's fault everything is covid's fault supply chain shortages hyperinflation empty shelves bare shelves biden it's all covid and that's what he does here comes a tough question his response is, uh, you should have a mask on. Are you vaccinated? You're causing me to be in danger. Now, of course, Terry McAuliffe is double jabbed. So how he could be in danger, nobody knows. All right, let's go to the Doug Mastriano tweet. And maybe And Do I have us out of order? No, I don't. Good. All right. Lincoln Project admits, there's the there's the actual tweet. There's the actual pics. One of those uh, protesters, this is a false flag protest of white supremacists celebrating the Charlottesville thing. Now, of course, all the whole Charlottesville thing, you can't talk about Charlottesville without talking about the false accusation that Donald Trump said there was good people on both sides. You had white white supremacists there, a few white supremacists, very few. And that remember they were taking down the Confederate statue. You had people for taking down the statue. Then you had non-white supremacists that were against them taking down the statue. And then you had a few white supremacists there who actually caused trouble that were against them taking it down the statue. And Donald Trump made it very clear over and over again, even with the initial statement that he was not talking about the white supremacists when he said there was good people on both sides. Now, this just so you see how everything the Democratic Party does is born of lies. Remember, Joe Biden actually said that was the reason why he entered the race for the presidency was because of the comment made that there are good people on both sides made by Donald Trump, which is all boldface lies. So here they are proliferating that lie, propagating the lie again by putting out a false flag protest. Now, this was supposed to be. Now, nobody was going to admit to this. This so everybody knows. They got caught. So the Lincoln Project, which is a bunch of fake Republicans. Talk about a false flag operation. A bunch of fake Republican, never Trump, Democrat Shills. That's all the Republican, uh, all the, the Lincoln Project is with Rick Wilson and all the rest of the idiots over at the Lincoln Project calling themselves Republicans. People like John Kasich bringing back integrity to the Republican Party while they're absolutely in favor. Now, when you sign with the Lincoln Project, now you're in favor of slaughtering the unborn, 60 million per year, and yet they still call themselves Republicans. Like Bill Crystal, people like that call themselves Republicans while they vote for Joe Biden, the, the most prolific baby butchering president in the history of America. These, that's who the Lincoln Project is. But they had to admit this was supposed to be, this was supposed to look like a legitimate Glenn Youngkin protest in favor of the white supremacists. At Charlottesville, that's what it was supposed to look like. But they got caught. So now Lincoln Project admits sending fake Yunkin backers into racist garb and to actually put out a fake protest or a fake—I guess it would be—wouldn't even be a protest. It'd be fake support for Glenn Yunkin, who's running against Terry McAuliffe. And by the way, this alleged protest is false flag protest. Or this false flag support happens right after Terry McAuliffe goes down in the polls about eight points down to Yunkin in a Fox News poll. Right, let's go to Christopher Rufo tweet. The casting director for the Lincoln Project really thought this guy is perfect for the role of white supremacist number three. This guy, this is real. That's how dumb these people are. And let me just reiterate this to you. These are all the vaccine pimps and whores. These are the people that pimp out the vaccine all the time. This is how dumb they are. And I just want to call out all the conservatives and all the Christians out there that are either thinking about taking the vaccination or already have taken the vaccination, if you have, I want to pray over you to leach that toxin out of your body. But these are the people. They're not even smart. You're going to to put out as a white supremacist, an African-American male. That's how dumb these people are. And then Christians... Take their vaccines. They're liars and they put out false flag protests and false flag supports support for a Republican who had absolutely nothing to do with Charlottesville based on a lie that was never said by Donald Trump. And then when they do it, they put out a white supremacist who's African-American. That's how dumb these people are. When you're a liar, you're basically dumb anyway. All right, back into Terry McAuliffe. Seven times a YouTube video. Seven times Terry McAuliffe confirmed he thinks parents, this is what this is all about. This is when he started a nosedive in the polls, is when he said parents should have nothing to do with their own kids' education. Seven, and then he starts denying it and backpedaling. Seven times Terry McAuliffe confirmed he thinks parents should have no say in their child's education. Play it for me. Glenn Youngkin's taking my words out of context. <laughs>
1: you mentioned in tuesday's debate is um you said you don't believe parents should be telling schools what to teach what did you mean by that well first of all parents should be telling schools that they want their teachers to be vaccinated.
3: Do you think parents should have a say in the curriculum?
1: You don't want
2: parents coming in in every different school jurisdiction. You alluded to parents staying out of this. Uh, We just want to make sure that we're understanding you correctly. Uh, What is your stance on that as far as what school agendas have to say for the kids?
3: First of all, this is determined by the State Board of Education and local school boards. And that's where it should be.
1: Do you still stand by your position that parents should not tell
2: the schools what they should teach? You do not want 25 parents picking books. Recall us, reply. We have a board of ed and we have local school boards
1: who make the decisions about teaching. I'm not going to let parents come into schools. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. <laughs>
0: There you go. And that's the stance of the Democratic Party is the government should raise your kids. The government should vax your kids. And the government should always tell you how to live. Now, McAuliffe is in real trouble. Now, this, of course, Virginia is mainly just saying so you know, just, just like most blue states is actually predominantly red but it's 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 ruled by a specific hub and that is in the northern region of virginia which has been caught numerous times of course with voter fraud and other various nefarious activities around voting and that's what happens all the time and that was there was a lot of strong allegations of course that haven't been investigated because you have ralph northam who's the governor so he will not he will not look into the fraudulent balloting and the fraudulent election that occurred in the northern end of Virginia that elected "quote unquote" elected Joe Biden. So all right, so McAuliffe, goes, McAuliffe um, Terry McAuliffe goes way down in the in, in the uh, polls. So he calls in Kamala Harris. Now here's Kamala to the rescue. Now I want everybody to pay very close attention to the to the crowd's response to Kamala Harris, and I want you to keep this in mind. Allegedly, this woman along with Joe Biden. Got the most votes in American history. In American presidential history. And look at the excitement that she generates. Play it for me.
2: Tell everybody you know to vote tomorrow. Nothing like saying, you want to meet me tomorrow? What you you doing tomorrow? You got any plans tomorrow? Tomorrow's a good day. It's going to be a good day. But the point is,
0: I mean that's pretty funny now that's the best that the most popular vice presidential candidate in history that's the best that she can do that's i mean did you hear did you hear the response that's the best that one of half of the most popular political tandem in history that's the excitement that she can generate all right now this is tucker carlson tonight looking into the situation play it for me
1: so we want to bring you an update right at the top of the show tonight to the Virginia governor's race. That race took a bizarre and deeply revealing turn today. So several people carrying torches, neo-Nazis, showed up in front of a campaign bus for Glenn Youngkin. He's the Republican candidate in that race. They chanted, we're all in for Glenn. So the entire internet exploded, of course. Every left-wing influencer on Twitter was telling you, see, Glenn Youngkin's a Nazi. But it turns out these weren't actually Glenn Yunkin's supporters. It's an amazing story, really. And Fox's Kevin Cork has it for us now. Hey, Kevin.
2: Amazing indeed, my friend. Evening, Tucker. Uh, when in doubt, just try the race card. At least that's what critics argue is really at play in Virginia. A desperate attempt by Democrats, they say, to impugn by association the GOP gubernatorial candidate Glenn Youngkin because their man, Terry McAuliffe, is trailing in the polls with time running out. Tonight, the liberal activist group Lincoln Project is claiming responsibility for that demonstration outside of Youngkin's campaign bus that recalled the 2017 Charlottesville attack, sending operatives dressed up as, quote, unite the right attendees. However, the McAuliffe team is saying, this was not us or anyone affiliated with our campaign. That according to their spokesman. However, several members, Tucker, of their staff promoted the hoax for hours online before deleting their posts. Just a couple I can share with you. Uh, This from Jen Goodman. This is disgusting and disqualifying. Another uh, campaign spokesperson said the Unite the Right rally was one of the darkest days in the Commonwealth's history. This is who Glenn Youngkin supporters are. Are. Obviously, we know these were not Glenn Youngkin supporters. These were all actors. And I can tell you this, too. Uh, there are a lot of people who are talking about it, including Glenn Greenwald. He says the McAuliffe campaign condemned the stunt after they spent all day pushing it as proof of Youngkin's racist ties. I can also share this, Tucker. There's credible evidence to suggest at least one of the so-called actors was herself a Democratic operative with a at Joe Biden as part of her Twitter page bio. That is, of course, before it was changed and later locked.
0: What's amazing, too, is that the can Five, you're, you're part of the Lincoln Project, and, of course, they fraudulently have ra- raised money before themselves, but they obviously have millions of dollars in the bank, and all that you can do is come up with five guys in white shirts, khaki pants. One of the five is black, who's a white supremacist, and you buy tiki torches? Now, that's something that a beta male would do that a beta male trying to impersonate a white supremacist terrorist would go out and buy tiki torches. That would be their weapon or their, tor- their torch of choice. More on this, play it for me. For coming on tonight. So I,
1: th- I feel a little uncomfortable acknowledging that we might be looking at what they call a false flag operation. Yeah, it's, a, it's the classic false flag operation and it was spread all day by the very same people who claim constantly that misinformation, disinformation, and fake news are such grave menaces that you need to give them the power to censor the internet in the name of stopping it. MSNBC animal analysts, Democratic Party operatives, people who are associated with DNC super PACs like the Lincoln project and it isn't just that they spread disinformation on purpose in order to manipulate the outcome of an election obviously they did that but they use the exact tactic which is making it seem like an event comes from one source when in fact it comes from another that They have essentially tried to prohibit any of us from investigating or inquiring when it comes to January six and the FBI, even though we know for a fact that the FBI like them now uses that tactic constantly.
0: So I wonder where YouTube is right now. I've been banned off of YouTube for months and months and months, several times. I'm wondering where YouTube is with all the liberals that that uh, promulgated this lie. Put that out all over social media. I wonder where Facebook is as well as mainstream media. Where are all of the censors now? Allegedly, they're always trying to censor false information. I wonder, let's all, let's figure out a count. Let's see how many liberal sources get banned because they went out and propagandized this lie. Now, he, he started to allude to something that I just want to touch on tonight. He said that this is sort of, not really, not even sort of, it's exactly the same. This is the modus operandi of the FBI. This was not an FBI operation. This was a Lincoln Project operation. But it's exactly the same thing the FBI does. Going into the Gretchen Whitmer uh, false flag kidnapping operation, remember what that was, which mirrored the Capitol quote-unquote riot. Where you had a riot people go into the Capitol, and then later you had a plot to uh who i don't know who would ever want to spend any time with gretchen whitmer alone but kidnap gretchen whitmer 12 out of the 18 plotters of the kid uh, gretchen whitmer kidnapping plot were fbi agents or, or informants now the same FBI agent that's in charge of the Whitmer investigation, Whitmer kidnapping investigation, is also now in charge of the 1-6 investigation. And we also know that there were people at the 1-6 protest that they're calling the insurrection, although nobody has been remotely even close to being charged with insurrection, but they're still calling it an insurrection. We know now that there were FBI operatives on the ground that were actually in connection with during the riot and actually committing crimes during the riot that were in direct connection with the FBI. Even at one of them, for sure, live connection, actually speaking to them live while they were at or participating in the riot. So I just wanted to show you this. Now, this is a video of a one six protester. Notice that he has a cane. Notice the police response. They're going there, this is the FBI and probably local police helping them, although they shouldn't, because the FBI is nothing but the, the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, the Goebbels Gestapo for the Democratic Party, the brown shirts for the Democratic Party. That's all that the FBI is. And I say that, listen, it bothers me to even say that. I was a cop myself for 25 years, 1992 to 2017, and I've worked with the FBI. So I hate to say it, but it's absolutely true. That's the disintegration, the degradation of the FBI. That's where they are right now. So this is the FBI or local police or working together. And this is an arrest of a one six protester. Look how the guy is treated. Play it for me. Do it side by side, Aaron. If you can, there we go. I just wanted you to see this because look at all the attention. Look at all the cops. Now, I've been on lots of police calls in my life serve some warrants but warrants wasn't main thing that I did was not a main thing that I did but here they go look at all the cops there guns out guns drawn of course they got their masks on because you have to show your allegiance to the covid faith and here he comes out now that's a guy now that guy can you rewind it just like 10 seconds Aaron or Will see if you got there you go freeze it for me now look at that guy now that guy's a serious threat isn't he that guy right there now that's a scary man he's got a cane he looks like he's about don't you know, 175 pounds looks like he's maybe five foot five because the other guy's towering over. him. That's a serious threat. I just wanted to show you that it's just a point of interest, probably just a point of personal interest that I wanted to, wanted to show you. Because that's a recent event that's occurring right now all around the United States where one, six protesters. By the way, anybody who committed a crime, I have absolutely no problem. They broke windows, trespassed, did things they weren't supposed to do. I have no problem with them being charged the way that they should be charged but sitting in a dc metro jail when you've been charged with unlawful parading like a third degree misdemeanor and you're sitting in solitary confinement in the dc metro jail since january and you're in in the evidence that may exonerate you the 14,000 hours of video footage which the fbi is keeping from even their defense attorneys this is banana republic garbage That's what I'm speaking against. Not people, listen, they committed crimes. Listen, the crimes that most of the people committed up there were noticed to appear crimes. Here's a notice to appear, show up at this date and time, pay a $600 fine, have a good life. That's what it's supposed to be. All right, we're shifting to uh, vaccines, vaccine mandates. COVID-1984 video, let's set this up with Rand Paul. He says he believes the mandates will be struck down in the courts. Play it for me. I think that the mandate in all likelihood will be struck
3: down by the courts. There are a bunch of court cases going A lot of businesses are joining these court cases. The more businesses that support and join the court cases, the better chance we have of actually succeeding. People need to realize also how crazy it is to tell essential workers that we're going to fire you. So if a third of the doctors quit, a third of the nurses quit, a third of the pilots quit, a third of the uh, people, the air traffic controllers quit, a third of the meat packers quit. These are realistic numbers. We are going to have chaos. There won't be any food on the shelves. There won't be fresh meat. There won't be fresh vegetables. All the things that we expect to have at our beck and call in the grocery store, they may just dry up if we all of a sudden are telling all of these essential workers, you can't come to work. It's also incredibly insulting. If you were a doctor or a nurse or anybody working in a hospital, They risked their lives to take care of us. They showed up every day for work when there's no certain cure for COVID. We have treatment, but no certain cure. And there was no vaccine for most of the time they worked. Many of them got the disease. They survived and they have immunity now. And we're going to tell them, oh, you're just yesterday's trash and we no longer want you. I think it's just despicable. But you know who I blame the most? Dr. Fauci. It all comes downhill. It all flows downhill from him. The advice that he gives is being taken by hospital presidents and CEOs across the country. And I think they're um, as a, it's a great disservice to our workers and our frontline responders
0: that we're firing. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is what I call a one third crisis. We are looking at approximately anywhere between 20 and 40%, but just for ease of conversation, we'll call it a 33% or one third crisis. We're looking at one-third of essential workers, whether they're oil workers, truck drivers, uh, meat packers, meat pack. These people are essential, folks. I mean, everything doesn't just show up on shelves. It goes through a process. Meat packing plant workers, people working at at butcher butcher shops, slaughterhouses, everything. We're looking at a crisis of one-third because if— If Biden actually does issue his executive order, which he has not, that every company with more than 100 employees has to have they're all of their employees vaccinated one third or more are showing that they will walk now i know they'll show you the examples where they've got 90 percent compliance who knows of any that's actually true can't believe in word any of these people say but we're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 40 percent of these workers walking that is happening it is happening now thousands of flights are being canceled every day happened today i believe it was american airlines today southwest yesterday they are canceling flights by the thousands because people are not working there's no baggage handlers stewardesses Pilots, people are not working. Now, when it comes to the supply crisis, I've already shown this video twice, but it's very brief, but I have to show it again because I want you to see the flippancy and the attitude of the Biden administration when it comes to shortages. Play it for me.
1: Just a question on the timing uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah. Um, actions that the president has taken. It was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that that the supply chains across the world had been disrupted. Even as as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people it was it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time. Not to mention all sorts of other things. So why right, is the
0: tragedy it? of the short the treadmill that's delayed?
1: Right, the treadmill right, problem.
0: Yeah, she doesn't notice. You notice her condescending glare the entire time. The tragedy of the treadmill not being delivered, but hers as a bourgeois elitist snob, she'll always get hers. Make that. Make no mistake. That's the way that it is. But they. N- none of these people ever care about human life from the very beginning from conception all the way to death. The left does not, they've shown it over time for those of you who are what I call traditional liberals. You want to smoke some pot. You want to be left alone, whatever free to be a bird or be all that garbage. You're hyper liberal. I understand. Listen, you're actually closer to the right now because the people that you are following are not liberals. They're Stalinists. They're socialists. They're national socialists. They're not liberal. They are not. They don't want you even as a liberal and even as a supporter of the Democratic Party to be free. They want to control you. You may be fine with right now them pushing things, that mandating things that you are okay with them mandating. Eventually, the Stalinists will come for you. And start mandating things for you that you don't want mandated. That's why you stop mandates when they're mandating your political enemy. Because eventually they will mandate you. Because these are not free to be a bird or be, bongo playing, tie-dye wearing liberals. These are Nazi Stalinists. That's who they are. Listen, and by the way, they're not even socialists for themselves. They're bourgeois elitists. They use National Socialism, Nazi Party, National Socialist Party. They use National Socialism to booster their own political power and their own personal finances. they are no more socialist than a hole in the wall, but they use it. To bolster their own political agenda and their own personal finances, I decided to throw this in there again because I find this to be an astounding video. This is New New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, who, by the way, is a CCP puppet. It's all that she is—a World Economic uh, Forum puppet. She's the—I can't believe New Zealanders voted for this woman. And I want you to see the audacity now of these people because lawlessness has been loosed all around the globe where you can do whatever you want, no matter what the constitution doesn't matter, whatever your bill of rights are in your specific country, no longer matters because it's a health crisis. And with this health crisis, 99.9% survival virus, it trumps all written law. And this is what happens when you allow somebody to come in and say that a medical crisis takes away the constitution debunks the constitution whatever your constitution is for your specific country this is what happens listen to the question listen to the answer play it for me
2: so you basically said this is going to be like well, it's almost like you probably don't see it like this the two different classes of people if you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated you have all these rights if you are vaccinated that is what it is so yep
0: yep that is what it is yep that's what she says Two class. You're creating two classes of people. Yep. And you see, this is what's happened now. She knows she has absolute power. And I'm telling you right now, if it is at all possible for you to get out of New Zealand, you had better get out. Now you don't think that it can turn into a third world country with a banana Republic and an absolute just tyrant in charge. If you don't think that that can happen, it's already happened. Do you see that woman? You've created two classes of people. Are you okay with that? Yep, that's what it is. No problem with a bin with a big poop eating grin on her face. If you're wondering where mainstream, the mainstream Democratic Party, which by the way there is no such thing, the Democratic Party is made up of small group of traditional liberals, free to be a bird or be people, who are for some reason still voting for tyrants like Hillary Clinton. Listen to what she has to say on vaccine mandates. Play it for me. I do think it's imperative that uh, the Prime Minister uh, do what he can to stop the rise
2: in COVID in the UK. He doesn't need to shut the society down, but he does need to mandate vaccines. By mandate vaccines, you mean what we would call vaccine passports, insist that people coming into buildings, into clubs, into restaurants show everything. And and employers. I mean, part of what we've done in New York, for example, is... All of the big health uh, uh, systems, hospitals and the like, they've mandated vaccines. And so, for example, one very large one, 77,000 employees, 1,000 refused to get vaccinated. They were fired.
0: You see see how flippant she is? A thousand refused to get a vaccine. They were fired. She has no regard for anybody. Understand this. She has no regard for anybody but herself, nor does Joe Biden, nor does Kamala Harris, nor does Boris Johnson, nor does Emmanuel Macron, nor does Justin Trudeau or Scott Morrison, Angela Merkel, or anybody else you can name, especially those. And they are all involved with the world economic forum. They don't care. Look how flippant she was. They were all refused to be vaccinated. Should everybody, should there be uh, vaccine uh, passports? I mean, mark of the beast, I mean, vaccine passports? Should there be, uh, look at it or not? Uh, yes, of course. No problem whatsoever. When you're a globalist elite and you're trying to uh, corral humanity into your personal servitude so they will serve you, no problem. No problem whatsoever. You think she's going to have to ever show a vaccine passport at the G20 summit that ju- just took place right now? Everybody involved at the G20 summit, every servant, every waiter, every bellhop, every single, any person that's an employee of any level had to show proof of vaccination. Guess who didn't? Emmanuel Macron, Joe Biden, Angela Merkel, Justin Trudeau. No proof at all. They didn't need to show a damn thing. Because they are part of the chosen class. You and I are not. And by the way, we don't need them, and there's a whole lot more of us than them. All you have to do is stand. If you're I just wanted to put this out there to you for a few people that might be watching that are COVID caving Christians and COVID caving pastors that lock down your churches. And remember, I don't care if you're reopened now and that you're go voting against uh Kerry McCullough for your voting against Kamala Harris, the next election, whatever it may be, I don't care. I and mean, you can't stand Joe Biden. If you have not publicly come out and said, I was wrong. Those three simple words as a Christian leader, I was wrong. I never should have locked down and I will never lock down again. I never should have put a mask on and I'll never put on a mask again. I never should have social distance and I'll never social distance again. I never should have quarantined and I'll never quarantine again. If you have not done that, everything you say is meaningless. And by the way, the very, and if you're vaccinated and you're still, and you're and, and you still, you, you refuse to wake up and look at the information about it. it listen, what your only stance that you should take right now as a believer, if you're vaccinated is get hands on me now to get this vaccination out of my body. That should be your stance. If those are not your stances, I don't trust you. You will go for the next thing. The next thing will be climate change and you will fall for it. There'll be some sort of methane gas alarm. They'll put out and say, oh wait, the methane's going. There's you know, there's too much methane gas in the air, so we gotta lock down again. You for and you in the name of love, in the name of love, you'll close down, you'll quarantine, you'll mask, and you'll pimp vaccines again. until you repent I have nothing to do with you nothing until you as a leader if you're just somebody who attends the church that's one thing if you are a Christian leader I call you out I don't care how big your name is and how small you think mine is I don't care I hope you're watching we're on Christian television network right now I hope you're watching because until you publicly repent as a Christian leader your opinions mean nothing your fervency means nothing. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You don't just get to reopen your ministry and pretend like you didn't close for a month, two months, eight months, 10 months, and, or you're still closed right now and thinking about opening. You need to repent of what you've done. You turned your back on the Word of God. And I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. You turned your back on that and you went with Anthony Fauci and you went with, you talk about how much you can't stand Joe Biden, but you took his vaccine and you, and you, whenever he mandates something, you enforce it. When he says mask, you mask. When he says vaccinate, you vaccinate. When he says lockdown, you lockdown. When he says quarantine, you quarantine. Again, I don't do that anymore. But if you ever publicly admitted as a leader that you were wrong. Because until you do, your anointing is not going to return to you. You already know that your ministry right now, something's wrong. You know it. And all that it is, if you would just publicly come out and say, make a stance. I was wrong. Your anointing comes right back on top of you again. And remember, you just saw what Hillary Clinton did. How can you as a Christian leader right now with the proliferation of vaccine passports globally not be preaching about Revelation 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead? How are you not preaching that right now? And that no one can buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. How are you not preaching about that right now? You know why a lot of you aren't preaching about that right now? Because it would cost you too much. You know that you helped to usher in the vaccines. You have no vaccine passport slash mark of the beast without vaccines first. You know that you've been pimping vaccines. You know that you have. And now you see what's happened as a result of your personal activities. And it costs you too much to admit that you were wrong. Because you will look foolish. We're all foolish. We're all sinners. Saved by grace if we've received Jesus. We're all dumb without him. Without him, we can do nothing, Jesus said. Embrace that. Be okay with that. And turn from it. Here's Congressman Mass introduced amendment to prevent the FAA from mandating airlines to roll up their sleeves. I.e. take vaccines. Play it for me. Uh, we want to
3: avoid stupid, senseless government shutdowns. That's what you just said. We also need to avoid stupid, senseless government overreach. Uh, it's been said by both sides. Uh, no employees should be penalized over the inability for Congress to do its job. Well, I have an amendment here at the desk over Congress not doing its job. Congress is too chicken to vote on vaccine mandates. That's the truth of it. So Congress is not doing its job, and what this, what this amendment. Would do is it would say that the administrator of the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, may not implement or enforce any requirement that employees of air carriers, such as
0: the term is defined, uh, obtain a vaccine against COVID-19. That is, go- Make calls, do whatever it takes, find out where your congressman stands. All you need to do is pull up Congressman Mass FAA bill. Pull it up. Find out where your congressman stands. Make phone calls. Be proactive and find out where your congressman, tell them you demand that they stand and they say that the FAA cannot mandate vaccines. That's what's going on in Canada. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in Canada without a vaccine card, without your vaccine passport, your QR code, or your paper passport. You cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel there. Can't get on a train, can't get on a bus, can't get on a plane in canada right now if you don't want that to happen in the united states you have got to stand right now if you don't want to be having to show a vaccine passport to get on a plane in america by the way denmark's completely free of this norway is sweden is all of scandinavian airlines no mass no vaccine mandates they've walked away from it all and how many COVID cases are there in those countries goose egg zero zero all right, now moving on to New York City. I want to cover it. You, you talk about a crisis that's about to happen in New York City. You're th- you're talking about a third or a third, maybe slightly less, of firefighters and cops and all city workers. I believe it's twenty six thousand city workers are about to walk off the job. The vaccine mandate date went into effect today. Play the video for me.
1: Andrew Ansbrough, Ansbro, A N S B R O, president of the Uniform Firefight Association.
0: I'm not saying I'm saying this, but to people who say. What's the big deal? Just if, if you haven't gotten it yet, comply with the mandate, get the vaccine. A lot of you are sympathetic to the vaccine. What is the big deal? What do you say to those I, people? I, I would say to those people, what is the value of your own personal medical choices? If you, if you if, you know, when, when, when polio, when they came out with a vaccine for polio, did they chase people down that had already had polio and make them take it? 70% of my members have already been sick. They don't feel this is necessary. My members are a young, healthy workforce, but not only do they feel it's, many of them feel it's not necessary, they feel like they're being bullied here. The mayor called us hero, heroes months ago. He called us heroes for the whole pandemic. We're 20 months into this thing. And now all of a sudden, when the infection rate is less than one half of 1%, if you don't get the vaccine, you're on leave, you're gonna get fired? That's a union chief for the firefighters in all of New York City. Go to the next one, the Hill tweet. 26,000 New York City workers remain unvaccinated at Friday deadline. You're looking at 26,000. And by the way, they've already laid off 80,000 nurses in the state. Now you're going to have 26,000 cops, firefighters, and city workers walking off the job. And that, what's their solution to any of these things? They don't have one. Who knows? Now you'd have to look at, you have to go to the conspiratorial side and say, you know what, as usual, as with Anthony Fauci, funds the Wuhan Institute of Virology, actually creates COVID-19. He creates the problem and then he, and then he delves out the solution. Same thing at the Southern border. Biden causes the problem, delves out the solution. So here's the thing they're having. They're having a problem here. Obviously multiple thousands of people are walking off the job. What will be their solution? We'll have to see. If it goes all haywire, then we're going to have to assume it wasn't on purpose. If we see a mass solution, then we'll know that it was. Either way, it's a complete catastrophe. All right, Eli Klein tweet, here in New York City, 28% of the fire department, 24% of of the city's workers, 16% of the emergency medical services and 16% of the NYPD are set to be placed on unpaid leave. Look at where our country is at. Now I know it's pocketed, pocketed to lib to liberal epicenters right now, but and, and that's the way it should be, and that's the way we we are a federalist society, state by state. Each one of our states is basically its own country, which is the way that it should be. This is pocketed to absolutely insane liberal areas i don't even like call them liberal really progressive stalinist areas but look at look at where our country is at and again this is why you never strap masks on your face to not offend if it's a lie you don't put it on your face to not offend the liar quarantines are lies lockdowns are lies the vaccinations are lies you do not take them so that you don't offend establishment people or the wisdom class at your church. You do not do it. This is what happens. This is the result. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, that shall he also reap. If you sow deception into the ground, you will reap deception. If you sow corruption into the ground, you will reap corruption. It will happen because God is not mocked. He'll see to it. That it happens now. Here's Bill, now you've got twenty six thousand city workers walking off the job under Billy De Blasio, the stupidest man to ever ever own the mayorship in New York City. Now look at his response to this emergency. Don't worry, Bill De Blasio's got it well in hand because Bill De Blasio is pushing forward with legalized heroin injection sites in New York City. Oh, that's fantastic! Great job, Billy. That's how can anybody vote Democrat? How do you vote Democrat? Believe me, I know the Republicans are cowards. But you don't ever see a Republican pimping out, you know what, we're going to do legalized heroin injection sites? You don't ever see that. I mean, come on, America. I don't care what your political persuasion is. How can you be that galactically ignorant to vote for people to have legalized heroin injection sites in the midst of having 26,000 of their own employees walk off the job because they refuse to get a vaccination for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate? What's the survival rate for a lifelong lifelong heroin user, which is really a lifelong heroin user, probably five, six years at best. What's their survival rate? 00 but yet, and you're providing them with injections, right? But And then you're mandating injections for people, for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. You know what that is? And you know that this vaccine causes capillary blood clotting. Uh, Antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome has already killed a minimum of seventeen thousand Americans. Thomas Rents lawsuit alleges another forty-five thousand. It's because why would you be pushing heroin injection sites and a vaccine on people because you hate humanity? It's as simple as that. Let's look at what's going on in Seattle. This is Fox. This is a Fox News tweet. Jason Rantz covid vaccine mandate just disseminated just decimated correction the seattle police force over 100 officers were pulled from duty and placed on what's known internally as the hr unavailable list this is their police force is already 400 officers down and now 100 200 have walked off already have gone and quit and found jobs elsewhere, and now they're going to drop another hundred officers, and their crime rate in 2020. The the city experienced this is from the from the Fox News report. In 2020, the city experienced a 25 year high homicide rate, and this year, it's on a pace to meet or exceed it. And what what's the Democratic Party solution? Jenny Durkin, Mayor. Democratic hack politician. What's her solution? Let's mandate vaccines. And now let's have less cops. Let's get our department where we're 500 down. They've only got a thousand cops for all of Seattle. Do you know how many cops work for the Capitol Police Force, which just had a budget budget increased by 60 million dollars? The Capitol Police currently right now. The heroes of 1-6, you know, the ones that are opening up the doors and allowing the protesters in. Remember the three Capitol Police officers standing behind Ashley Babbitt as she was shot through the neck? They were standing, really, two feet behind her. I was just grab her by the arms. She was five foot two, one 110 pounds. I've arrested a lot of people in my life. I believe I could have handled Ashley Babbitt. Three of them standing right behind her when she was shot through the neck, Unarmed. The Capitol Police have 2,700 officers. Seattle has 1,000, and they're about to lose another hundo. They're about to go to 900 for all of Seattle. Capitol Police, which are setting up satellite offices throughout the country, got a $60 million raise to their budget, has 2,700 officers for a two-square-mile area. That's Nancy Pelosi's personal police force, Chuck Schumer's personal police force, Joe Biden's personal police force that they're putting all throughout the country to investigate threats to congressmen and women. Of course he did absolutely nothing when Matt Gates was threatened. He got a phone call from from a Democratic operative who used to work for CNN. He got a threat directly threatening his life and the lives of the children. They did nothing for 10 months. Where's the Capitol police then? Nowhere, of course, because they're just another Gestapo arm of the Democratic Party. 2,700 officers for the Capitol police for a two square mile area and less than a thousand will soon be patrolling the streets in Seattle. Think about that. No police for you, Democrats. This is going to affect you, Democrats. But yet you still vote in Jenny Durkin. This is going to affect you. How can you sit there and still vote for these people that say no cops for you, but tons of cops for me? You know what? If we feel even the slightest threat, we're going to bring in 30,000 National Guard troops to fill up the Capitol, put up razor wire fences and machine loaded machine guns all over town to defend us. But when it comes to defending you, a dying city like Seattle, you know what? You're already down 400 officers. Let's lower you another hundred. That's their solution. All right, Blake Masters tweet. Moving the goalposts by redefining... This is a fascinating, fascinating post. Pay close attention to this. By redefining vaccinated as having received the latest booster shot, they will claim that all the heart problems, blood clots, and new COVID cases are happening to the unvaccinated. I hope you caught that. See, what they're going to do is if you don't receive the booster. Now, this couldn't happen. This is already happening right now in Israel. If you don't have your third booster, maybe fourth now, but for sure you're third, you are not considered vaccinated. You are on, you're like me. You are considered unvaccinated in the nation of Israel if you have not received your third booster shot. Now, look, look at this. This is exactly the sort of false flag game the Democrats play. Collusion hoax, impeachment hoax, all the race hoaxes. The Jesse Smollett's, all the hoaxes going on. The Bubba Wallace hoax, this is right up their alley. Because they are of their father, the devil, whose native language is lying, and he is the father of lies. That's who they are. That's all that they're about. And Republicans cave to them. Democrats move the line. Republicans hold the line. But look at what they'll do. They'll redefine vaccinated as being, you know what? Have you received your booster? If you haven't received your booster, even if you were vaccinated and you end up with a blood clot, they'll call you unvaccinated. And so all the vaccinated who didn't get their boosters and end up with antibody dependent enhancement syndrome, blood clots, drop dead, whatever, pericarditis, myocarditis, whatever happens. Because you didn't receive your third jab, your your booster, now you're considered unvaccinated. So all the repercussions of your original two jabs will go in the unvaccinated aisle. Funny how that will work, isn't it? Brilliant post by Blake Masters. COVID-1984 video. CDC says immunocompromised people may need fourth dose. Play it for me.
3: Now on to your Healthline report, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention now says certain people who are immunocompromised may need a fourth mRNA COVID-19 shot. Those people can get that fourth shot at least six months after getting their third shot. The mRNA vaccines available in the U.S. are the Pfizer and-
0: I just wanted you to see that news clip. I wanted you to see what's really happening around the country. Now they're saying immunocompromised people can get up to a fourth booster now. Fourth dose you need now, right? Fourth dose. Look at what's happening in, in, in uh, South Dakota. Good job, Christy Noem. Christy Noem issued an executive order Wednesday allowing state employees to defy President Joe Biden's federal vaccine mandate. Boom, that's what you need to do. DeSantis has done it. Greg Abbott's done it. I want Georgia. Come on, step up. Alabama's under a horrible governor. Ivy, she is absolutely worthless. Please get her off. Get listen Un, you know, make her lose the next time primary her and get her out of office. If she's running for reelection, let me show you this. I want to show you Elon Musk standing up to the federal government. Put the first one up for me. Christian Davenport. Now this is here's, this is the Washington post absolutely owned by Jeff Bezos, nothing but a leftist rag. Here's what he puts. This is all about the $3.5 trillion, I repeat, trillion-dollar infrastructure bill put out by Joe Biden. Remember, we're $30 trillion in debt currently. And that will put us at a pace to spend over $6 trillion this year alone, and we only bring in $4 trillion worth of taxes. That could pay. This is this is how they lie. That could pay for a Mars mission. Musk would pay as much as 50 billion under the tax over its five first 5 years while Bezos could pay as much as 44 billion democrats billionaire tax would heavily target 10 wealthiest americans so they say that you, this is what they always say they say that it'll add nothing to the deficit remember now we're 30 trillion dollars in debt we were 1 trillion dollars in debt in 2000 in the year 2000 george w bush added 8 trillion Barack Obama added $11 trillion. Donald Trump added $9 trillion because of COVID. He added $6 trillion just in COVID alone. So they always say that this is not going to cause our debt to accumulate, right? That's what they always say. This is fully paid for because we're going to tax the rich. Look at Elon Musk's reply. According to their estimates, this tax only covers 10%. The tax on the billionaires, the 55 billion coming from Elon Musk, the 45 billion coming from Jeff Bezos and all the other billionaires. You could you could put all the billionaires together. What does a trillion equal? A thousand billions. That's a trillion dollars. A thousand billions. And you're talking about Elon Musk paying 50? Over five years? Jeff Bezos paying 44? Only a moron would actually think that any that this would pay for $3.5 trillion, which is a thousand billions, 3.5 times. And you're talking about $55 billion? A thousand trillions. A thousand billions is one trillion. According to their own estimates, this tax only covers 10% of the $3.5 trillion spending bill. Where will the other 90% come from? The answer is the middle class. Us, as usual, as our debt skyrockets past $35 trillion. Every single time. Go to the next one for me, Will. Here's Elon Musk again. Our U.S. national debt, uh, $28,900,000 or $229,000 per taxpayer. Get what he's saying now. Even taxing all billionaires at 100% would only make a small dent in that number. So obviously the rest must come from the general public. Now, what we need to ask ourselves is, we've seen the videos of Joe Biden. Who's smarter? (laughs) Elon Musk or Joe Biden? I think you know the answer to that. Play Marjorie Taylor Greene for me.
2: You know i haven't been in congress very long we're approaching about 10 months now and i still remain in shock and awe at the failures that i see every single day here in washington dc to believe that the democrats can do anything better that's been done all along is an absolute lie looking at these infrastructure bills and now this um, apparently over 2500 pages of a reconciliation budget that has just been dropped in the rules committee is looking at communism for america it's the green new deal in full passage that does nothing but sell climate lies
0: to... all right in closing be strong in the lord and the power His might put on the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil it is for freedom that christ has set us free stand firm love you all god bless you
2: hey I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lipley Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLipley.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightley.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in.
1: If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lightley podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLightley.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.